2: Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys, part of the Once Upon a Podcast Network. This is George Soroy. Thank you so much for being here, and thank you so much for tuning in over the past five years. It has been an amazing time doing this show. I am having so much fun. I'm having more fun than ever, and I am so excited for the future of this show, especially starting in November of 2023. We are just less than two weeks away from... All month long, Excelsior Journeys will be going daily from November 1st to November 30th. It is part of the National Podcast Post Month Challenge, and I am not only taking part in the National Podcast Post Month Challenge, but I will also be doing National Novel Writing Month, NaNoWriMo, and I will be using this podcast to not only be accountable to myself and to all of you by Noting my progress as I go through the latest draft of Greater Glory, Part 3 in the Excelsior Journey. Finally going to be wrapping up this trilogy. But I'm also going to be peppering in throughout the month some different interviews that I've that I've done with other authors and with other creators, really. Um, so I'm really looking forward to your feedback on all of those. And I really look forward to anyone who is also doing NaNoWriMo with me. Let me know. Um, I would love to hear from you and I would love to do this with you, um, which leads me into this week's episode. This week's episode is actually coming from Archon over in Collinsville, Illinois. Um, earlier uh, last at uh, the end of last month in September I took part in a couple of panels and also did various mini interviews with other creatives that are there. And it was a whole lot of fun. And the first panel that I did was all about one of my favorite topics to discuss, and that's building a community. Because the one thing that I really hold on to is the fact that Writing itself is very solitary. At the end of the day, it's you sitting down with your laptop or your, at your desktop computer or, you know, like with just pen and, you know, pen in hand, writing on a pad, whatever. However you do it, as long as you get it out. At the end of the day, it's you and your ideas and your words. You get it out there. You let it flow and you're doing that. You're taking that first step in sharing your vision with the world, sharing your stories with the world. And one of the great things that you can do for yourself is to build a community of other writers that know what you're dealing with, that know what it's like to be dry on certain days, what it's like to go through this this wonderful journey of being an author, being a creative you just have to have that community around you to know that you're not alone and i was very fortunate to take part in this panel that you're going to be hearing in just a moment um it was a lot of fun uh you know working with everyone and i just have to thank everyone from the St. Louis Writers Guild for allowing me to take part in it so i hope that uh hope that you enjoy what is about to be presented i hope that it uh, it brings some inspiration for you. And as the days go ever closer to the beginning of National Novel Writing Month, I hope that discussions like this and ideas like this will inspire you during this very interesting month of getting your fifty thousand word draft out there, making it a reality, and remember, that it is a 50,000-word draft of a novel. It is not a 50,000-word novel. You are not hitting publish as soon as December 1st comes around. Don't do it. Enjoy the fact that you met this challenge, you faced it head-on, and you conquered it. And then you get to celebrate with your community that I really hope that you take the time to build. And then you can go back to it and see what you can do with it. But definitely don't immediately turn around and think that what you have is ready for public consumption because I can definitely assure you it is not. But when you have a community of writers around you, you'll know that. And you'll be able to take solace in the fact that you have a, a community that knows what you're dealing with and is ready to support you with every step you make. So I hope you enjoy this panel and until next week, this is George Roy saying to all of you ever upward.
1: Uh, we are going to be talking about self-promotion in the community building for writers. And I'm thankful for you all coming in and listening to us today on our panel. We have three amazing writers um, that I'm, I'm glad to be able to call my friends, and I will introduce them. First is Mr. Joy Soror. He is the author of an international best-selling YAA science fiction novel, Escal-
0: Excelsior. Exc- <laughs> Excelsior. Exc- Excelsior. It's 50 million times. That's all right. <laughs> <Excelsior>. <laughs> it's two
1: sequels in the five-part science fiction sports serial from Parts Unknown. He's also an audiobook narrator and the host and producer of the podcast, Excelia Journeys and From Duck to Dark outside the Marvel Studios. He will be telling us a little bit more about him today. Our next panelist is Miss Jamie Craigover. Turned okay, I'm reading what she said. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> turned a fascination for space th- and things that fly into a career as an aerospace n- engineer. Combining her love of science with literature, she now writes middle grade and young adult science fiction and fantasy. Jamie is the author of Tracker 220, a young adult science fiction novel, two short stories published in the Brave New Girls anthologies, and two nonfiction pieces in Writer's Digest, Putting the Science in Fiction. Our next panelist is Jessica Matthews. She writes and, self, and is a self-published paranormal fiction. I can't talk today. For, art, for adults and children, and she writes children books. Her debut picture book, The Old Man and the Pirate per, pri, Man, my tongue is not working today. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Pirate it's Princess welcomes her niece, Sarah, and nephew Royce into the world when they were born ten days apart. These cousins now have a lasting legacy in the Old Man and the Pirate Princess book series. She wants her books to inspire others to, felt, to follow their passions as much as her favorite books inspired her when she was growing up, creating memorable characters, navigating critique groups, self-promoting books. Oh, that's something else. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's the way it's called copy and pasting. does not work. But I'm LaShonda Hoffman, the person whose tongue is not working today. I am a, a book promotion strategist. I've been doing book promotion for 23 years. I first started as an online magazine publisher. I did that for 20 years, and now I'm back into the world of writing I write science fiction romance and I also write um, books about book promotion. So that's why I'm on the panel and also the moderator. (laughs) So, you know, sometimes the tongue works. (laughs) So, um, our first question, and if you have questions, please let me know. We will be doing questions too. Um, So, um, I'm going to ask the first question about building your community because as a writer, you. Um, Before you start self-promoting, you have to have your community to promote, too. So um, building a community as a writer can be challenging. What are some common obstacles writers face in this regard, and how can you overcome them?
0: Uh, Well, Jesse, you want to start?
1: Oh,
3: yeah, I was just going to say, um, as a writer, most of us are very solitary. We're not writing books with other people, so it's incredibly difficult to meet other writers, um, which is why I really enjoy working with places like the St. Louis Writers Guild, which is uh, free and online so that anybody can join and meet other writers, whether they write the same things that you do or not. Just getting in touch with other writers will really help your creativity. It will help you not to feel so alone. And there are always people who have different ideas for (laughs) publishing, for uh, marketing, for anything that you hadn't thought of before, and you wouldn't know that unless you joined a writing community, and met other authors. And I also like places like Archon, because they have an entire bookseller's row, and I can walk down the row and introduce myself to every author there and say, hey, here's what I write. I like what you write. Let's hook up,
1: so. Good tips.
4: Sure. Um, So uh, in addition to what Jessica said, um, I'm also a member of the Writers Guild. but I built a lot of my community actually online. Um, I'm a, a Twitter rat. Um, I spend a lot of time on Twitter at Walmart. Um I, I refuse to call it X. I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, you know, there's a big writing community on there, you know, uh, early 2010s, and it just kind of built from there. And so I, I met a lot of people there. Um, a lot of us have migrated various places now, um, Blue Sky and... Uh, some are on Mastodon. There's some good, like, writing communities on there, on the um, the science fiction um, segment and, and such. And then I've also found some, like, Facebook groups and stuff. But you kind of just have to, like, poke around, try things. Um, I've met a lot of people through, like, writing contests and things. Like, even if you don't get accepted for a mentorship or picked as the person to be, like, showcased in front of an agent, there's hundreds of people that are participating. And so it's great to, like... Just network um, wherever writers are, and so um, I always take that as an opportunity. Like, yeah, sure, I'm throwing my name in the hat; may not get it, but at least I'm building my network and my community when I'm participating in those kinds of activities. So. Uh,
0: for me, my uh, my experience really kind of started in I want to say like around 2010, 2011 or so, like when uh, when my the first edition of my book Excelsior came out. <clears throat> that was around the time that. The online community was really picking up, and I wound up, you know, befriending a lot of a lot of different writers to the point where we started actually doing promotions together, um, basically saying how like there was um, a weekend's worth of like about three days or something like that where our eBooks were priced at ninety nine cents, or in some cases were even free. And what we did was, which was which was fantastic, um, was that we were not sitting there saying buy my book or you know, get my book, download my book or whatever. It was get this person's book, get that person's book. And then all of a sudden it just became this thing where you were putting out like about 10, 11 posts per day and they were all for other writers. And sure enough, they were doing the same thing for you. So one of the things that uh, that worked for me because it's much more – I feel much more comfortable saying get this person's book oh come over here get this person's book this person's book this book is awesome it's whenever anyone asks me like about my own book this is when I just want to like eh, mm, and then just stop <laughs> so,
4: just crawling a hole right exactly
0: just like you know eh, it's it's got pages you know just, you know that's pretty much like as much as I can say a lot of times but um, it's because of the communities that I've been a part of um, especially since making the move to st. Louis. In 2011 and realizing wow there's a one hell of a big writers community here like this is awesome and wound up very quickly befriending a lot of people especially in 2013 that's when things really took off um it was really just a matter of just getting myself out there and it was being a part of that community that built the confidence to get myself to talk more about what i do and so it's it helps you in a lot of different ways because, you're, you start off promoting other people, they start promoting you, and then you that camaraderie between the two of you, that reciprocation, it helps you build that confidence in order to get yourself and your own voice out there more as a writer. So it's nothing but positives for being a part of a community.
3: Yeah, and I just want to also point out that there are a lot of places where there is no writing community. However, you can start one. This is how the Hannibal Writers Guild was founded because mm-hmm. there was no writing community, and then they decided to start one. So the St. Louis Writers Guild helped them with that, so they could build that up. And now it's huge. So if there's not a writing community where you are, start one. Go online, promote it. People will come if you build it. They, they will come.
0: And and I, I do and I do have to say, just as a as a little. Pat on my own shoulder there. I was president of the Missouri Writers Guild when Brian approached me to do that. So yes. that was um, – that's the one thing I, I can say that, you know, like during my year as president of the Missouri Writers Guild, I was like, okay – that that happened under my watch. I will take that. So
3: yeah, take credit for
4: that. Yeah. yeah, and you can you can do that in person and online. Um, there was a group of us online that were middle grade writers that um, were looking for a space, and it was around the time that YA was blowing up, and we're like, what about middle grade? Like, who's writing that? So a group of us just joined together. We started a blog, and you know, we had a ton of fun. So just you know, finding people that write stuff that's similar to you or have similar interests, and you know, just forming up a group and yeah. and going.
3: Yeah. As long as you have the courage to put that out there and say, I write this. Does anyone else write this? Is anyone else interested? Then people will say, yes, I am. And they will join you. But you have to have the courage to take the first step. It's just like with writing your book. You have to have the courage to finish it. You don't have to do anything with it, but you have to finish it. So that takes a lot of courage and stamina, and we don't all have that. So you have to build that.
1: That's true. That's true. As me, for me... um, they kind of stole my stuff. That's what I was gonna say. Was build your own community. When I got into, decided that I wanted to be serious about writing in 1999. Um, I came online um, because there wasn't really any any community in St. Louis. I thought. Once I started doing my research, I joined the Romance Writers of America. That's where I first started in 1999, started that. But there wasn't too many African-American writers there, so I I got online and started a community online. uh, african It's a long speech, so I won't say that. But um, we did a group for about uh, two years online, and I hosted my first online conference because of that group. And then um, I joined the Christian Writers of America, I think that's the name of it, and they didn't have a local group group, so I started a group here, and I kept trying to get people to come meet me, and nobody came, and then one lady came. She's out here today, Phyllis Wheeler, came to the meeting, and we became a group, (laughs) (laughs) because she came to the meeting, and then she invited some other people, and now it's it's four of us, and small group was four of us but we have writers retreats uh, once a year um all of us now are published when we first started we only had one person that was published now all of us are published we just got two new members in that have uh, joined us and it was small I, I tell people all the time it only takes one person for you to be a group <laughs> you know mm-hmm. to get that one person to come sit and sp- she met me at the library met at the library and we met at the library for years uh, and then we start meeting... Um we, we meet now at Spines Book Club, Bookstore, but we met at another local bookstore for years. So don't think that you have to, that it's going to take a whole bunch. It doesn't take a whole bunch to start your group. So do that. Network with people. Find that one person and work with that person, and then you'll slowly bring in more. Or maybe you find, like with us, we just wanted to do a master group, and we didn't want a whole bunch of people in there. We wanted to, to stay intimate so we could go different places together and stuff. So that's my tip. Um, Number two is: What are some ways writers can identify and connect with ideal audience or community? Any tips for finding the right people for your for your audience?
4: I wish someone would tell me that. That's <laughs> 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 a struggle. It's so hard. It is. I mean,
3: I can go to children's events. Uh, I write the Pirate Princess series. I can go to pirate events, and those people might say no we don't care about your kids' books, we don't care about your pirate books. And I'm like, but you seem like the ideal audience, do you not? Um, I can go to uh, bookstores, cafes, um, just any random place and sell more there than at an event set for children or pirates. So it really is difficult to figure out where your audience is, which is why I go everywhere and hope that someone will buy at least
4: one book that's that's really my <laughs> my thing um yeah I mean I some of it is from the networking online but I it it does not matter how many times I say I wrote a book I mean I, I my book came out in 2020 and I still have people going oh my god you wrote a book and I'm like hi where have you been the last three years <laughs> okay a pandemic fair but um but it just yeah there's always somebody so you can't shout enough into the void, I think. Um, that was one lesson I learned um, after releasing a book is, like, you can't promo enough. Like, I mean, you can. If you're you're posting multiple times a day, every single day, maybe you're getting annoying. But, um, you know, with the way the algorithms are now and things get suppressed, you just don't know who's going to see what, who's going to reshare or whatever. And so... Um, yeah, so I've I've built a fair amount there. Um, I've worked a lot with a local independent bookstore, uh, Main Street Books, and St. Charles has been fantastic for me. Um, You know, just getting to know the owner and working with her and, you know, here's my book and what people are looking for, and she sells the heck out of my book because um, publishing right now is like, no, YA sci-fi, we're not going to publish you. And guess what? I have YA sci-fi and there's kids looking for it. So um, I think it's about like finding those niches and how can you get to your audience and um, I, yeah, I probably hand sell more than anything um, because getting to talk to people and share what my book is about. So
0: yeah, I, I would definitely say just keep talking when it comes to when it comes to this. Like um, when there are when there are different um, different events that are going on, uh, you know, speak to the event director. Thank them for having you there, and see if there is anything that you can do, anything that you can do to contribute, anything that you can do to uh, promote the work, and the, you know get it, you know get the uh, get the event uh, links out there, and really just um, it was something that Sylvester Stallone uh, said years back when he was talking about how he first how he sold the first Rocky script. He just said like keep talking because you never know when that one thing that one spark is going to wind up grabbing their attention because. When he sat down with uh, with Bob Shardoff, he was just going to be there as an actor. He was just auditioning as an actor. And then when he got up and everything, he was like, by the way, I also do some writing. I got stuff about this, and I have this other idea about boxing. And there you go. And all it took was that. So the main thing I have to say is it's like when it comes to getting, um, getting a community, getting the right people to start looking in your direction, keep talking. And just like what Jamie said about the algorithm um, – when you're on Twitter, and I will also call it Twitter, <laughs> solidarity. Uh, <laughs> you, um, yeah, you basically have like about 90 seconds before before what you have is off of people's threads. So just keep on talking. It doesn't have to be the same message over and over and over again because that is how you get annoying, and that is how you get blocked. That is how you get unfriended, and but. Keep keep talking about it in different ways, and especially in social media, use your post to spark conversation. Don't just say buy my book. Here's the link. There you go. Start a conversation. Fe- you know, reach out to the people and see like, you know, what? It, uh, who do you see like this character as? Or what do you think like of this kind of world? What do you think of this sort of setting? And that will start getting some conversations because, like, some of the conversations that I've had, like, on, on my own threads, it's it's been like a couple of people just kind of all of a sudden bantering back and forth. They've never known each other, but they're communicating with each other. It turns out they have similar likes, and they're bonding in a way. It's like all of a sudden they're going to wind up following each other on Facebook. So you never know what is you know what winds up happening but the main thing is it's just like keep getting those posts out keep starting conversations and by all means keep in touch with the event directors and see about what can do because then you'll make an impression and then they'll keep inviting you back yeah i think
4: your brand's really important especially when you're online like i'm you know i'm an aerospace engineer by day i write at night and so like i kind of marry the two a little bit and Um, I'll talk about, you know, stuff that's happening in the aerospace world and link it to things that I'm writing, or I'll see articles about futuristic tech that's like, you know, my book has characters that have tracking chips in their head, and then, oh, look what Elon Musk is doing with his little chips in it. So then I'll, like, quote an article about that and say, see, this is why this is a bad idea, read my book, (laughs) you know? And so, um, you know, you can find some, like, weird ways around to, like, start those discussions and and talk about things and um, just find things that you're passionate about and that you want to share and then invariably it'll circle back to oh by the way I have a book about that (laughs) and and then it just becomes fun. so. So
3: one thing to remember too is the right answer at the wrong time is the wrong answer so an example of that is Sparkle. She's a honey badger ballerina. She's one of my books I put her out and I sent so much stuff to so many ballet classes and Uh, Dance studios, I had this big dance party Nothing Two years later I cannot keep her on the shelf I don't even know what happened So at the time that I published Sparkle That was the wrong time, that was the wrong answer But two years later, everyone's into dance again So you just don't know what's going to hit You just have to keep trying
1: I know for, I'll, I'll get your question in a minute For me, I work with a lot of authors And I always tell them that promotion starts with you You have to start the promotion People aren't going to come to you you got to go out there and find the people And the biggest issue that most authors have Is I ask them, who is your book for? Do you know who your book is for? Most of them say, Everybody and so, when you say everybody, you make it really hard for yourself because you can't reach everybody. So I always say, well, can we go down a little bit little? Can we niche it down a little bit more? Can we niche it down? Who who is your audience? And so, for me, I just start writing science fiction romance. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Trying to find that audience that, right, that wants to read what I write. Um, where are they? I know they're science fiction readers, but do they read romance? And then I made it really hard because I write sweet romance. I don't have the steamy stuff, so I had to niche it down to those people. Who is that little where is that little group at? Where do, where can I find them? Where are they hanging out at? What do they talk about when they're online? What online platforms are they on? You have to go down smaller and smaller and smaller till you get to that till you get to that reader. And so that's my tip. Get to that look, that one reader that you're looking for. If you're trying to reach five thousand, you really need to reach the first one, and then you can branch up to the five thousand. And your question? Um,
2: can you like pinpoint like an event that like made
0: everyone into dancing at that particular time? That no. you
3: got it <laughs> That's the hard part. <laughs> so right. I thought I did everything right by like going to all the dance studios, having the dance party, doing all this stuff that related to the book and the character. Mm-hmm. And got zilch. But then, randomly, I feel like it was very random. I mean, I was at a con and people were just like, ballerinas, my kids love ballerinas. So I don't know if it was that at that time that Sparkle hit that all the kids who are into ballerinas became of age to really be into dance, or if those parents were getting out of the house. I mean, you can't really tell at all. But the thing is, I just kept up promotion. You know, I keep promotion with all of my books, but you just you just keep putting it out there into the universe and saying, hello, universe, I have this thing. Please, somebody enjoy it. <laughs> and then somebody eventually does enjoy
4: it. So. And some of it's just a little bit of luck, like being in the right place at the right time yes. with the right people. Like, I, I mean, I was at this con last year and didn't sell very well, and this year I'm selling better. So it's just, mm-hmm. and I have the same stuff I had last year <laughs> that I have this year yeah. so like, I don't even have a new book that I can be like yeah that's why I'm selling more no the other same stuff the so. other
3: thing too is doing something like Archon every year doing a craft fair every year doing a show every month because you'll get your regulars who are looking for your new stuff you've proven to them that you have something that they like they're gonna come back every month every year every time and say I want your new stuff I don't even care what it is So you really have to establish yourself in different places, like with Main Street Books, I also can sign there, but I do uh, at least two book signings a year there, so I can get those regulars come in and say, hey, this gal's got another book, come look at it, so... You really have to establish yourself in places. Yeah, yeah,
1: being consistent is very important, even on social media or offline. Like she said, if you're doing stuff, they look for you. Oh, she's going to be here this year. I can't wait to see her. Mm-hmm. I can't want to see what she's got. So being consistent is very important. And I want to talk about the mistakes that people make when they're uh, self-promoting. So you talked a little bit about something you did. What about you, George? What are some mistakes or something that you learned from your mistakes?
0: Uh, basically, the main things that I have done... Um, the main thing that I that I've done it, it really just comes down to presenting the product, whether it's uh, whether it's a podcast, whether it is a book or whatever, and basically just putting it out there and expecting an audience to be there, mm-hmm. and then just you know sitting there waiting mm-hmm. for something to happen. It never does it never does uh, the best thing for you to do is to do what we 're talking about right now, build your community, get those connections ready and everything so that way people are connecting with you when I got my when I got my agent um, my uh, literary agent, she said you know flat out like there wasn't something that I had like ready to go in the pipeline that I was pitching to her she wanted to she wanted to take me on and everything as a client because of what she learned about me and the things that I have in the future. So she wasn't investing in a project. She was, in, she was investing in me. And that's basically what your community is going to be doing. They're going to be constantly investing in you, just as you damn well be, better be investing in them. You know, you, you can't just sit back there and just like kind of siphon off all of the energy that they're going to be giving to you. You have to be ready to, to give that energy back as well, however you can. Um, I've, had, I've had Jessica I've had LaShonda on as, as guests on my podcast Jamie's going to be on as well and it's like it's that's my way of just kind of like getting, getting the word out about them and so find what you can do to get the word out there however whatever you can and do it and be a part of be a, a valuable part of your community and you're going to see some real returns on that
4: and I would say there's a lot of ways you can do that for free or for like limited amount of money. It's like really tempting to go out there and be like, oh, there's this novel award, and I want to submit my project for fifty or a hundred or whatever dollars, or I want to pay for advertising, and that's going to be the thing that like you know I win this award, and then it lands, and then my book will be huge, and and then it, you, know, you get really upset when it doesn't pan out, and um, especially when you just have one book or you're just starting out like that don't even pay attention to that stuff. Like, you know, focus on, you know, where you can make a difference, focus on making meaningful, um, connections and relationships with other writers and readers. Um, and that's where you're going to build the most buzz. And, um, you know, like being able to find, people who write similar stuff and like sharing each other's things um and utilizing and building off of their network um is a great way to continue to build yours so if i'm sharing something like hey i really enjoyed this other why sci- sci-fi um you should check it out like my readers are probably going to enjoy that um and then likewise that author may share my stuff and so um you're leveraging their network on top of it so it's it, it's like kind of building out your sphere of influence based on like who's already in your network.
3: Yeah, and there's a lot of authors who do newsletters, so they do newsletter shares with each other Well, they'll say, okay, I'm sending this to my thousand people I send my newsletter to, but I'm going to feature you this month. And then the other person will say, okay, I'm going to do that the next month and I'm going to feature you. And then they reciprocate that. So there's a lot of authors who will help each other do promotions, especially if they do similar things. But also if you make a human connection with places like coffee shops or other bookstores, um, or other places that will allow you to come in and sell, then those places will say, hey, look at what we have today. We have a local author at our coffee shop. Come buy our coffee and check out their book. So they're promoting themselves and you at the same time. So you can make those connections with local businesses rather easily.
0: Um,
2: So for several
0: obvious reasons, Twitter has kind of fallen out of fashion. Mm -hmm. What are Mm -hmm. other social medias you have used in the past for promoting because obviously Twitter is a great one but there are other ones I'm just kind of Instagram has been has been a big help um, I found that uh, that that has been getting like a lot of a lot more buzz um, for me for for the stuff that I do and it also kind of forces me to be a little bit more creative because it's it's picture based so you have to you you can't just like just put together a paragraph and then get it up there unless maybe it's a threads post and even with threads are just like that's you know Instagram's little brother right now at best, um, but you want to definitely get creative when it comes to getting your work out there. And a lot of people really um, they they answer more to photos anyway. You know something visual and everything, something that's visually stimulating. They will they will go toward it. So it's not just posting a picture of your cover, you know, like over and over and over again. It's you know like showing a picture of say uh Metropolitan Museum of Art. You know, like there's an arts there's an arms and armory section in there where a whole chapter of one of my books is in there. So I made sure that you know to get a picture of that. So that way I can kind of put it in the reader's mind. It's just like, look, this is where this is where this character was, like on this staircase, and this is the this is the exhibit that they were looking at over here. So Have fun with that, you know. Really, kind of look around at your at your story, and see where you can where you can where you can visualize it. If you if you're good at maps, God bless you. Then please, you know, do it. You know, get get some maps out there. People love them, you know. And not only that, but you know, like I mean, that's that's the inside of your book cover right there. So you know, like if you can do stuff like that, anything that's going to get repurposed over and over again then go for it you know the more artistic the more extravagant out there like the better the more and the more attention you're going to attract the more people that you're going to attract as well
4: yeah i think the other big one is um tick i don't use it um but a lot of book talk has gotten really big blown oh, yeah. up quite a bit um I would just say with whatever you do, like, don't just do it because you feel like everybody's on there. You have mm-hmm. to find what you like doing. Otherwise, it just becomes a job and frustrating and burns you out. So, um, you know, find that thing that you like to do. Um, and even with TikTok, like, imploding, or not TikTok, um, Twitter imploding, like, um, there's still a lot of people on there. So, I just do the, do the things that you're passionate about and don't feel like you have to be everywhere. Um, like I said, I'm not on TikTok, even though a lot of people... Um, you know, do like it. It's just I, I, don't feel creative enough to have to post videos every day or have my face talking about whatever. So, um, so yeah, it just yeah, find the find the stuff that you like doing and don't worry about the rest of the noise.
3: <laughs> yeah, and for me, I'm actually still on Facebook. Because I do children's books, and the people buying the children's books are not children. Mm -hmm. They are the older people, the grandparents, the aunts, the uncles, the parents who are on Facebook. So you have to know who's buying your book and where they're at. I think that's important.
1: That's That's very important because you can be on all these platforms and not talking to anybody. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I do TikTok and I got on there. I I told you about my love in space, my science fiction book. So I got on there thinking I was going to find this little niche of people in there. And again, I found that they like steamy. Steamy is hot on TikTok. So if you write steamy, go there. But I found a community that wanted to hear from me about book promotion. And so that's what I do on TikTok. I talk about book promotion. I sell my books on, on TikTok. When I'm on TikTok... I can see people going over to Amazon buying the book because I talked about it on there. So you have to know where your audience is. You can and you can get on TikTok, you can get on Facebook, you can get on Instagram, and you and you do your homework and you look and you see who's there. If if the people aren't talking to you, then you know your community is not there. So why waste your time spending hours and hours on a platform that your audience isn't in? A lot of authors are like you asked that question. Everybody asks that question because they they want to know what works. But it works for you. It's not what I do on TikTok. She might not do on TikTok. George might not do on TikTok. Mm -hmm. So you have to find what works for you, and then you have to make sure that you're talking to your audience because you can talk to your audience. I built a huge audience on social media, and it's Arthur's. (laughs) That's my community, is authors. When I start asking questions about reading and different things, I was like, oh, my God, I've built a whole community of authors. But I realized as a book promoter that, okay, that's fine. I can start over and build my readership. My my fiction readership, because I have a, a nonfiction readership, now I need to build a And it takes time. I tell clients all the time, it's one reader at a time. It takes time. People get on social media and think they're supposed to have this huge following. And you can have 5,000 people, and 5,000 people do not buy your book. And then yeah. you're disappointed, and you're crying. You're coming to me, LaShonda, what, what am I doing wrong? Well, you've built a community of people, <laughs> not readers, mm-hmm. not followers of people. People love to find out what you are doing. they nosy. I got people that have that retired from my job that follow me. They never say nothing to me, but they just nosy. They won't know what I'm doing. You know, you're going to get those people, but you want to get, and you ask questions. That's how I tell my clients. Ask questions, and that will tell you who is in your community, who's following you, what they like, what they don't like, and then you all find, like I found, that all my people were were authors, and they weren't ready to buy a science fiction book. So I got to go find
0: those people. Yeah. So
1: that's there's, my question. My there's,
0: there's one other platform that uh, you and I uh, are fluent with that uh, that has not been mentioned, and that's Clubhouse. Um, now, granted, you know, like Clubhouse is. is its popularity has kind of diluted a little bit since the pandemic ended, but a big part of that is the fact that it's an audio-based app that um, that basically like allows you to get a community of people that you can actually talk to instead of just typing to, and you will be shocked at the sort at the sort of communities that you can find through that. You know, that's been become like my. You know my my next best friend when it came when it came to when it came to uh, social media, because once uh, once a a friend and fellow author Cam Robinson gave me my invite to join Clubhouse in 2021, I eventually found found a group called the Five Two Nine Club. That's a whole you know wonderful group of creatives that are. They're actors, they're, uh, they're writers, they're directors, they're filmmakers, they're editors, they are uh, producers, they are um, they're voice actors, and they're musicians, and just like this vast community. And we, with the with the help of them, we turned one of my books into an audio drama that's out there now. So it's like, and it's it's got a full cast, it has sound effects, it has a musical score and everything, it is... Uh, it was a wonderful wonderful experience that wouldn't have happened if i didn't find my way over to that community and so you know finding that the right the rights uh the right app that will get you in there the right people it will create wonders and you know, like it was one of the most amazing things in my life just you know Getting that sort of community there. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I love Clubhouse. I talk about it a lot. I started when they you had to have the invite to get on. Yep. And we went into pandemic, and it was what kept me sane during the day because I was on there. I used it like a podcast. You could go in there and find different rooms to go in, and I listened to the rooms and stuff. I start my day for the last two years. I start my day with two writing groups that's in there. Uh, the one is a, is basically about business, and then the second one is just we we just fellowship. And I start. That's how I start my day every day, getting ready for work, is listening to these two these two podcasts. But I have learned so much about the business of writing. Right now, everybody's talking about going wide. If you don't know what wide is, this room taught you from the beginning to the end of it. Uh, the women share. They're w- they're willing to share information about the writing community. That again, we're talking about community. I have learned so much from them. I. Um, I've gotten invited to conferences. I've gotten invited to speak on panels because of Clubhouse. Um, I, I, I tried to bring my community to Clubhouse, and they were like, no, not another, another platform. But what I teach my clients is you, want, you don't want to get stuck when you do promotion. People get stuck in promotion, especially on Facebook, because they're familiar with it, they're used to it, and they got their 200 people, and they're happy. And so I tell people, especially like me, I have one book. So my community already bought the book. I have to meet new people. And so if you, I tell them, if you're not meeting new people every day, you're gonna get stuck. And then you get stuck and then you get frustrated and then you stop promoting. Then you stop building community because you feel like nobody hears me. I'm, I'm talking to the wall. Which most times if you're on Facebook, you are talking to the wall because Facebook chooses who it's gonna introduce you to. If you talk to your cousin every day, that's all you're gonna see in your feed is your cousin every day. What I loved about Clubhouse is that I could get on Clubhouse and talk to somebody in Paris, somebody in Canada, I talked to somebody in Turkey. I, I never talked to anybody in Turkey before, but you're actually talking to the person. They're hearing my voice. I'm hearing their voice, and you get and something about the voice makes you want to talk more and more. You get more engaged with people, but a lot of authors miss that platform because they didn't want to try anything new. And one of the things I teach my clients is every year pick something new to do. To get you in front of new people. Because if you're just talking, if you just use Facebook and that's all you're using and you're not getting new followers every day, you're, you're not selling books. And most people, when I tell them, I say, how's your royalty check? If you're happy with that royalty check, then I have nothing we can I can say to you. But if you're getting that $5 royalty check and you're like, I got 20 books, I'm getting $5 royalty checks, come talk to me because we need to make a plan to get you out here and meet your readers because you're not meeting your readers. If, you, if you're if only doing social media, you need to be on different platforms that are reaching your readers, not being stuck on one.
3: Yeah, And just remember that you really only hit about 5% or less of people that you talk to who actually purchase anything from you. Mm-hmm. You don't hit 100%. Um, I haven't even been to any comic cons with really big name authors who have sold to every single person who stopped by their table. That just doesn't happen. You hit about 5% or less, and that's in person, that's online, and that's why you need to have multiple platforms and multiple people. But also, you need to remember to be a person when you're promoting because all the people on like my Facebook who are older people, whether they buy from me in person or not, they are sharing my information to their people. So I'm hitting new people just by having those people share for me. So, but they're sharing me as a person. They're not necessarily sharing, by this book it was amazing. They're going, "Oh, I love this author." So you have to remember to be a person, which is really hard sometimes, especially if you're in your writing cave and you're like, "I don't. I don't deal with people. I need more coffee and I'm a I'm a <laughs> troll." But Get some coffee in you and become a human, and people will share you as an author, not necessarily your work.
1: Yeah, writing has changed a lot. When I got into this community as a as a promoter. you didn't even talk to the authors. You talked to their publicists. You talked to the, uh, the pr- uh, publishers. You didn't talk to the authors. And so we had a generation of authors who didn't talk to their readers at all. Maybe the reader might have wrote them a letter and then they were happy with that. Oh, I got a letter from one of my readers. Now we have a generation that are social. The social we're all on social. Most of the people that I write work with don't even leave their house. They don't go to events. When I say I'm going to event, oh, I ain't doing that. You know, they don't do events. So all their interaction with their readership is online. But most of them only have one platform, and that's usually Facebook. And they don't have a huge platform. And so they have a hard time selling books because they're not, like she said, 5%. If you got 5% and you only got 200, 200 people in there, how much is that? That's not a lot. No. <laughs> you as I as I said that $5, that $5 royalty check comes up again because you it, when I had a client that came to me and she said she was with a publisher and she wanted to sell the same amount of books that she sold with the publisher that they she said they sell I sell 5,000 with them on the first first print and then we'll go back for a second print. I said, "Okay." I said, "So, how many people do you have in your community in your readership?" And she said, "Well, honestly, about 1,500. I said, so where are you going to get the rest of the people? And that time we were in COVID, so she couldn't go anywhere. She's like, oh my God. I said, yeah, the publisher has that audience built in already. If you haven't built in your audience, it's going to take time to build there. So if you think you're going to sell 5,000 books and you only know three people, you're going to have a hard time. And so you need a plan. You need to figure out what am I going to do? How am I going to reach these five thousand people? Because you can, you can reach five thousand people. It just takes hard work. You know, you come to these events. You do. You say, okay, I'm going to do three events a year. I'm going to do some campaigns online. If you're not doing it, you come. If you post them once a day, I I feel for you. (laughs) That's, That's all I can say. I have a client. That's all she does is post once a day. But you know what she does? She does. Three events a quarter. Every quarter, she's doing events. She's going out there. She's selling her. She's selling books, not e-books. She's selling books. Uh, she wants to, and that was her, she came to me because she wanted to sell e-books and slack off on doing the events. And I'm like, no, that's where you're making your money at. You better stay with that. You know, because selling an e-book is hard. You sell a 99-cent e-book, you're not getting that much of that. That's mm-hmm. that $5 again. My that's the $5 again. Yeah. So you have to have a plan on, okay, you. this is how many people I want to sell books to. So how am I reaching them? Ask yourself that all the time. How am I reaching my reader?
4: I think we had a question. Before. He had a question, yeah. too. I was, you guys kind of covered it. I'm by like mm-hmm.
1: And my challenge, I can get
3: to librarians, I can get to parents, but the teenagers are starting to make their own choices and buy their own books. Mm-hmm. Have you guys found any way to, to touch those things?
4: Yeah, I mean, it it is tricky to, like, get to that audience, and um, a fair amount of the people buying my book are actually adults that read YA. There's a lot of that happening, too. Um, And a sale is a sale, but you you do want to get to your target audience, too. So um, some of it is working with, like, booksellers, getting into high schools for events, things like that. So, um, you know, working with those librarians to say, hey, I'd like to do an event with you, you know, and get some teens invited or, you know those kinds of things or pairing up with other authors that are in the same space and, um, you know, kind of bringing in audience and that kind of stuff, but um, yeah, and then like, you know, there's teens walking around out here too, so, you know, like doing Comic-Cons and things like that too, Um, but yeah, it's it's tough to find that. And
3: if you can tie your event into what your book is about, like Jamie does STEM events with teens guess what she's got (laughs) stem book so if you can tie your event into whatever your book is about then those teens who like that thing are going to come to that event and then they're likely to purchase the book um, or at least tell everybody about it so so you can get that word of mouth there
1: i'm going to say instagram because teens, teens are still on Instagram. And they on the, uh, they on TikTok. And TikTok, Tick, TikTok so. is really yeah. big book talk. I, I found so many books from from the, the teenagers that are on there doing their little TikTok things. Um, I can't think of the – what is it? I, my daughter's on it. Uh, something chat. What is it? Snapchat? Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, I'm not on that. But yeah. the, my daughter, the teenagers, don't – they're all on that, so Snapchat is a thing like that. You have to be where again, where the teens are hanging out at. Ask questions. Find somebody who has a teen and ask them a million questions. They probably get you know, get on. My, but I, my son is 16. I ask him a bunch of stuff, right? He's on Instagram. I know he's on Instagram. I know he's on the the chat thing. Um, he doesn't do too much TikTok, but he's a boy, so it's a difference, you know. But get you a teen. That's what I would say. Get you adopt you a teen or get somebody's teen and just ask them a million questions. What a, how, how do you get in front? Do you read? Some kids, some kids want a book. My son wants a book. My, I, I am an e-reader. He's like, no, mom, you're gonna have to give me a book. And so he likes books. And some teens are on, they're on their phone. My daughter, she reads everything on her phone. You know, so just. Uh, talk to them, ask them different questions the schools are probably the best place that you're going to meet teenagers create, uh, I was talking about making your I'm about making your own tables create you a program that you want and then slide into the PTOs that's how you get in there, PTOs, PTAs um, the uh, organizations that's in the school things, Some they have different stuff I don't know what your themes are in your book but look at those themes and how can you grab kids that way and so many different things, but took, like you said, some of them have their own money, so they're going to buy. I don't know if they do the uh, the book fairs in high school. I know they do the book fairs at, in the grade schools, but I don't know what they do in high school right now. Um, but you, volunteering your services <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: <I laughs> gets think. you a lot of way, a lot into a lot of uh, uh, doors. Yes, sir. And then,
0: if I can just put in on, like... Book fairs at high schools. As someone who recently graduated, mm. um, they don't do, do so much book fairs, but you might find high school book clubs. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. set up by the librarian. Okay, yeah. Where it's like, we're going to read this, and then maybe we'll be able to meet the author. Like, I know that idea. In high school, I met the author of uh, Neil.
1: Okay, okay, so that's a good theory. idea.
4: Then, then if you can find reviewers that are reaching teens too, like throwing your book at the reviewer and saying, "Hey, would you be interested in taking a look at this or featuring it?" doing a author interview with me or, you know, something that'll get you on their social media that'll get you in front of Yeah. Two, so so
3: mm-hmm. my illustrator just made me watch these YouTube videos by this gal named Rachel and they were actually hilarious, but she only does YA books and she reads them and reviews them. Basically it's her telling her husband about the books and his comments and reactions because, She's reading a lot of really bad books lately, um, which is why I was being shown this YouTube thing. But if you could get on a reviewer like that, she has a mass following,
1: and she's reading all the newest books. So that would be a good idea. Yeah, I would throw in podcasts too. Both of us are podcasters, Mm -hmm. so you you can get. But they have the vloggers on the YouTube. One of the things that I always tell people is there is genre. There is something for every genre. If you go to the search engines, go to YouTube and do a search and, and look it up go to instagram look it up go to tiktok look it up even in clubhouse you can look up different genres in there um and facebook too and if go into the different groups i don't know if the teenagers have any groups on most of the groups that i am on in in facebook on facebook Facebook, so i don't know but Mm -hmm. i know instagram is hot for kids are still there so that's that would be my thing Mm -hmm. we had someone back here you had a question
0: So you said there. Are, so there are art schools that art schools are the ones that really that really promote a lot of a lot of uh, different authors. Yeah. You said.
3: Okay,
0: Excellent.
1: You. Excellent.
0: You had a question? Uh, yeah. I live in San
1: Antonio. Uh, HEB is a big grocery store chain now.
4: they I mean, huge. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. And they've started a, a thing now where they're setting up they're, their, their contact authors and say You want to set up a table in, in oh, wow. the front of the store, and you can promote. And you sell, and you can sign, and
0: stuff like that, and
4: uh it's like the author's in the store. Thing. Oh, wow. Just it's like the Girl Scouts out. selling cookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really kind
0: of new, and it's really kind of picking up. So they're reaching out to authors, the yeah, authors don't have to list reach list out list. to them? That's if you're an author, please contact us. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow, that's mean, cool. I mean, to the
4: table, we have our front by the registers,
1: and you can go ahead and promote local grocery stores. Like okay. That. Yeah. yeah. That's... Well, um, Kroger is one of the companies that's doing it. We don't have a Kroger here. I wish we did, but they, um, one of my friends lives in Detroit and she posted in her group about that Kroger was looking for people to come in and, and showcase their local uh, authors to come in and showcase their things. So if you have a Kroger in your uh, in your area, definitely check them out because they are looking for that. Yeah. We need to get with Snooks because Snooks is our store. Snooks yeah. and Darebergs, we got to tell them.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, so those but, local uh, yeah. places those locally owned bookstores, locally owned cafes, locally owned grocery stores—those are the places that want to celebrate other locally owned businesses, like
0: authors. So, yeah, look if uh, if you're in the St. Louis area, definitely look up the Six North Cafe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, uh, the the um, the owner Maria is a real you know real wonderful supporter of. Of uh, of authors, artists, and everything like that. So, um, you know she she has uh, she has her own her cafe over in Baldwin. I'm not sure if the Wentzville one is still there. It's not. No. It's not. Okay. So yeah, the Baldwin the Baldwin one is is terrific though. And um, I've had events there. Jess has had mm-hmm. uh, events there. It's and Lashana, you've had mm-hmm. events there too. So Jamie, have you? Had, uh, I've been with Jess. You've been. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. So there is. Yeah. We can we can definitely speak from experience. People like Maria are you know like are wonderful wonderful people that really support um, support local artists. Spine Bookstore as well. Uh, Mark Panabaker Baker is terrific, and so um, you know and obviously you know Main Street Books as well. So um, yeah, strong recommendations for everyone you know for, for people like that.
1: Yeah, I, I highly recommend. Always start in your community first. Become a celebrity there, and then move out. Most people try to be celebrities somewhere else, but start in your community first, and then move out. We're going to do this last questions, and then we're going to close out the panel. Go ahead. I just took a stack of books, went around the coffee shops, and said, "Can I leave
0: this?" And six months later, I went to the There you go. Yes. So there you, you have to be
1: willing to give up some. Some people do not want to give away books, but I believe in giving away books. I, I definitely say check your local libraries. We didn't talk about that, but I am a huge component person. I I love the library. That's how I got started. My librarian gave me my first event. Um, she actually helped me title the book. So start with your local libraries. They have different things. They have book clubs in there. Um, they have events. I just went to a beautiful event that I've been going to for the last nine years called the Arthur's Arthur's Breakfast. They showcase nine Arthur's every year, and it's a speed dating thing, so they come to your table and move it around, but they've been doing that for every year. Next year is going to be my year. I finally get to go up there and do something, so um, hmm. check your local stuff out. I want to say, Jessica, um, tell us how they can get in touch with you and any news oh, sure. you have so i've got a table i got the huge table out here on booksellers row
3: i've also got some cards with my website jessicamatthewsbooks.com um i do children's and adult books and i am on facebook i have not joined any of the things where the youths are because my youths are not buying books my (laughs) adults are
4: so i'm on the facebook uh like an old lady um I'm in Booksellers Row selling books. Um, got some swag and stuff up here, and then I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Blue Sky.
0: I am. Uh, I do not have a table here today, but I. I am. You know, going to be walking around here with. Uh, with this very heavy backpack, with all my podcast equipment. So if you're around, you are know, around, like by all means, please say hi. I got business cards. I got stickers, and I will gladly talk your ear off at a time when we're not. You know, like monopolizing other times for the for the other for the other panels. So. Um, But uh, thank you guys for for being here.
1: Uh, This is my first one here, so I'm super excited about uh, being here. I do not have a a table either, but I um, do book promotion. I have some cards if you need my card. I also am doing... uh, a book on the Kindle Vella platform I don't know if you all heard about that it's a write as you go episodic book so my first romance that I'm doing Love in Space is on there and I will be starting season three in October and I cannot believe that I've written three books that just freaks me out completely but um, thank you so much for being here today and if you
0: inquire about sponsorship opportunities, and click on the Buy Me a Coffee link if you wish to give your support to the show. All interaction is very much appreciated. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for the show,
2: please direct it to george at com.